Yesterday, we learned that fashion icon, business leader, and generous, kind soul, Virgil Abloh passed away after a two-year bout with cancer that nobody I know even knew anything about. I want to talk a little bit about my friendship with Virgil, and I want to expound on a lesson that I shared last night that was on my mind about how powerful it is to live your life so loudly, so clearly, so emphatically that when you pass away, people are not only deeply disappointed and hurt, but shocked because your presence just meant that much. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. Yesterday in my house was a chill day, and we're still, you know, we're starting to put up Christmas decorations and and doing all that, just hanging out with the family. And I had my phone out, like any of us do, and I opened up Instagram, and I saw a friend of mine, 19 Keys, that's his name, post something that looked like a screenshot that I assumed was fake. It looked like a screenshot from a Louis Vuitton saying how sad they were at the passing of Virgil Abloh. And when I saw it, it wasn't that I thought my friend Keys is the type of guy to post fake news. When I saw it, my brain could not comprehend what I was looking at. Uh, I know Virgil. Uh, Virgil and I last spoke maybe three weeks ago. And um, since midway through 2020, the summer of 2020 until this this November, um, communicated back and forth through uh, DM and text and, and email and more. and. When I saw the post, I, I, I didn't understand it. I, I couldn't understand. It just, my brain could not catch up with what I was looking at. I had no idea. Um, I think the news had just broke. And you probably can also recall moments where either someone you knew or someone well-known in the world passed away, and it's such a jolt, uh, such a shock. And the first thing that I did was I saw the tweet from Louis Vuitton and went to Twitter. Uh, my friend Keys had screenshot the, tw- screenshot of the tweet, and uh, I saw that they had posted it. I saw that Virgil was, I think, the number one trending topic, and I saw people posting screenshots from his Instagram account um, saying that he had passed away. And I couldn't believe it. I, I doubly 
struggled to believe that he had been battling through cancer for the past two years. My interactions with him have been all throughout this battle with cancer. And not only did I have no clue, he was a warm, kind, generous, giving soul. And I must have talked and texted with 20 other people who knew Virgil in one capacity or another. Many who talked to him last week, uh, the week before last, who all said, no, I, I had no idea. And there's a lot to unpack there. My friend and brother Donnie Rose, who's also the chief content editor at the North Star, he wrote a brilliant piece. Let me, let me see if I can quote Donnie here. He, he wrote a brilliant piece about why those of us struggling with chronic illness and, and other issues, why people would hide that and, uh, or keep it to themselves. And, uh, and, and he said it's an extension of ableism. Let me, let me see if I can, uh, can quote Donnie here. Uh, yeah, Donnie said, that this is a quote from Donnie. I've been reading about the life and work of Virgil Abloh. I always heard Kanye name drop Virgil in interviews, but was vaguely familiar with the depth of his work. He said, but seeing someone 41 like me transition in the prime of their life from an invisible illness prompted me to dig more into his story. And it's a story about a guy who focused on his work, told himself yes when the traditional gatekeepers of his industry said, we're not sure about that, and gave himself permission. This is what I want you to hear. He said, there's this unintentionally ableist saying that Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. And he said, that doesn't hold true when your body is inhabited by illness. Donnie said, I know what it's like to have desire and creative drive be stifled by fatigue and physical discomfort. How it feels to have days when it's a wonder to get out of bed and magic to get things done. When I see stories of people doing genius things in spite of being housed in bodies that try to bully them stagnant, I'm reminded of my own relationship to illness and the selfishness of a sick body that does not care who you think you are or what you think you've got going on. Donnie goes on, but none of us even knew. I had no idea. And in spite of his illness, and I asked the question even last night, how much... I see people who knew Virgil... 10 years ago, eight years ago, six years ago, four years ago, when it appears he had not been diagnosed with cancer, all say the same thing about him that I say now. Like, he was so giving, so kind, so warm, so funny, so creative, so generous. So it clearly was not an extension of this terminal illness. But the fact that he pushed through it, lived through it, endured it, and still found time, made time. Just a couple weeks ago, he sent me a very encouraging message about the fashion brand that I've started and, uh, and continued to give me advice and tips and pointers. And, of course, I said thank you and how much I appreciated it. And I'm grateful that, that I 
try to say that and mean it to everybody along life's journey. But um, I wish I had said more, you know. I wish I had said more. And I'm trying to, I have 50 little moments and lessons that I would, that I would love to share that I had with, with Virgil. But I, I just want to lean on this idea that sometimes, like, all of us aren't, I'm not going to be Virgil. You can only be you. But all of us should live so energetically, so deliberately that our presence is known and felt when we're around and our absence is known and felt when we're gone. And listen, that doesn't, this isn't about being in fashion. <laughs> this is about being so generous, so warm, so kind, so encouraging, so thoughtful, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that the idea of that not being there hurts people. I'm mainly thinking about Virgil's family, his wife, his kids, his extended family. I'm thinking about all of his business partners who he worked with and toiled with every day. Um, I'm thinking about his deep personal friendships. I've known Virgil for two years, um, but I'm thinking about those that he's known for longer, um, that he knows deeper, that he's shared life with in in real personal ways. And... um, And life is fragile, and I hate how fragile it is that we never know, we never truly know if tomorrow's promised. I'm back to work this week. I had a a week off of grassroots law and, and off most of the week for the North Star and a breakdown. Of course, we were fighting last week for justice for Ahmaud Arbery. And uh, I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But I just wanted to lean in and talk about the life and death of Virgil Abloh and how my hope is for all of us that we could match his verve, his, his zeal, and more than anything else, just his thoughtful generosity. Take care, everybody. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. 
So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm-hmm.